a mad professor who's going crazy. It's safe to say that Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is an iconic play. And when it was made into a film, icons of the silver screen like Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor took the starring roles. Well, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf will be at the Stables Theatre in Hastings later this month. And we've been talking to director Hugo Trebels about the challenges he faces in staging such a well-known piece. I'm Stuart Bailey, and this is Hastings in Focus. Come and see us. Give us give us a chance. I think people will have preconceptions about the play, and I, I like to think that we are doing something different with it by a presenting it in the round, doing it quite intimate really looking at the text, really looking at what, what Albie was trying to say and what he was trying to achieve. You know, a lot of people will have seen a certain version of it. They will have a certain uh, image of Martha or George or Nick or Honey. And I have four fantastic actors who are working really hard to, to bring themselves into this production and to, and to look at the text very, very differently. We are presenting it in modern times. Um, I think it's going to be a really good night in the theatre and I think you, people may be pleasantly surprised by rediscovering uh, a very good, amazing, timeless classic. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? It's a bit of an iconic play. I suspect lots of people will have heard of it, but maybe not so many know what it's about. So can you sketch out with the background in what people can expect to see on stage? Yes, sure. Um, So the play is basically about George and Martha. George is a history professor at a university, and Martha is the the, da- the daughter of the um, of the person who the president who runs the uh, who runs the university, and they're uh, a kind of a happily married couple, um, and um, they invite the lovely Nick and Honey to join them for some drinks after a party, and we see some games developing. Right, and it all spins. It kind of spins a little bit out of whack, not quite where you expect it to go. <laughs> the, as I say, the, the, the play is an iconic one. As a director, is it daunting? Where, where, what were the challenges for you in coming into this? I don't think it was necessarily daunting. Um, I was hesitant taking it on. Uh, I love the play myself. I've seen it a couple of times. But I, I also knew that I wanted to do something different with it and certainly something new for the stables as well. And I thought I could bring that energy to it. So, um, yeah, I kind of jumped in with both feet and my eyes shut. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how long have you had in preparation? So I uh, pitched for it in April. Um, I was just coming off Dalem for Murder here and um, they said, you know, we've got a slot to fill. Uh, would you be interested? I said yes, and they asked me a couple of plays I wanted to suggest, and Virginia Woolf was one of them. So yeah, actually, so since April we've been I've been looking at it and preparing for it. And, and Dilemma for Murder again, another one of those iconic pieces of work. Yes. That, yeah, so is that your is that where you where you like to go, sort of reinventing something that's been done before? Uh, not necessarily. I I'm very much a fan of new writing, mm-hmm. um, but I. That doesn't discount the fact that you can look at all the pieces and, and maybe present them in a different light and, and look at getting new audiences in uh, to see these classics and, and just looking at it very differently. I mean, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? It was first performed in 1962. So society has moved on quite some way mm-hmm. since then. Did that play in your mind? Was that something you took into account while you were 
working at how you were going to treat it? Yes, definitely. Um, so I'm setting it in modern times. We're very much after lockdown. Um, we won't necessarily mention it, of course, mm-hmm. but there are little signs that we are more in modern times. Um, because I think what I found is that a lot of people who got stuck into lockdown kind of realised their relationships wasn't working anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of linking it into that. Um, and obviously the play takes it into a very, very dark direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that necessarily people went that way. But I think it is a good link to modern times and things that have happened recently and how people are just thrown together. And if, you, if you're married and you only really see each other over a weekend... You quite happily bob along for years and then the kids leave and all of a sudden you're thrown together in this really weird situation and you think, do I actually get on with my partner? Mm. And, you know, uh, some people can and some people don't. Because the, the, the movie version of it, which, again, st- starred Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, so two huge names, yeah. it, I mean, it was shot in black and white at a time when colour was available and, and it's quite a stark, harsh treatment. Yes. That it, that it gets on screen. How, how, how are you going to recreate that? And, and if so, how do you recreate that on stage? So we're recreating by doing something very different for the stables. We're actually presenting it in the round. Um, so we're going to have audience on all four sides of the stage. We're actually having, where the stage is right now, we are, will be having audience on stage as well. Um, and it's a minimal set. So the actors really can't hide. What I wanted to achieve was to go back to the text. I think everybody knows the film. Everybody knows the iconic image of of a drunken woman or a mad professor who's going crazy and who's very aggressive. Um, And I wanted to go away from all that imagery. I wanted to look at the text. These are four people on stage, four actors, four characters, and each of them equally plays a part. And that's what I wanted to achieve with, with our production, is that all characters are treated equally. Mm. And, and having the audience in, on all sides, that, that will make it quite intense, for, for, especially for the actors. Yes, mm. uh, and also for the audience. Um, I really want them to feel they're part of what's happening in front of their eyes and, and really connect with that. And, and I'd like my audience to be able to walk away and kind of question where they're at and how they, mm. how they view the play, the things that have played out in front of them. Um, I don't think there's anything worse than an audience walking out going, oh yeah, that was fun, and then never talk about it, yeah. talk about it again. Um, I like when people do walk away and go, oh, well, you know, what have we just seen, and how does that affect me, and how do I th- feel about it, and what do I think about mm. that? And I suppose the nature of this play, it's four characters exposing themselves in a way that perhaps they might not otherwise do. Absolutely, and also I think we all have our social walls up at all times, and I think especially the character of George is very good at, at punching through that mm-hmm. and coming to to people. Certainly, his scenes with Nick, he really uh, breaks down those walls, and it, it is interesting to see uh, both actors, uh, Nick Holt who plays George and Adam Smith who plays Nick, uh, going at each other, um, especially from a very male point of view, mm-hmm. um, and they have nowhere to hide. So they really are on stage, they're very exposed as actors, exposing what's going on for their characters. And this is the first time The Stables has done this kind of stage in the centre with the audience all the way around then? Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not making it easy on myself. My first production, <laughs> I thought, hey, why not do it differently? Um, but I also, I've, I saw a production um, at the Trafalgar Studios uh, quite a few years ago um, with Matthew Kelly playing George. It was in the small studio downstairs and it was kind of the same thing. It was very intimate and very intense. 
So when the explosions within the play happen, you really feel part of that. And it does make you really question yourself and how you feel about seeing that sort of aggression and violence in front of you. And you're so close to it, you can't get away from it. And challenges in terms of lighting and sound? Because again, the, the, the theatre is not set up normally for that kind of performance so are you giving the backroom boys some challenges too uh, I think I am I think I am I think Neil um, who, who runs the stables and Frank who, who looks after all the technical stuff have been absolutely amazing they have been the, the support they've given me is, is, is superb really is superb and I, I can't thank them enough they are really uh, on board with this mm -hmm. um, they're coming up with, with various different solutions for me um, we are going to start building the stage next week so we'll see where it goes but yes, they, they have got some challenges as well. Um, but because I'm keeping the set fairly simple, uh, I th I'm hoping that that makes things a little bit more uncomplicated. The play picked up a number of awards. I mean, it was the Tony Award winner. Um, I think it was Pulitzer nominated, but yeah. then withdrawn because of the, the language and content. So there's a certain infamy around, around it as well. Yeah, and I, I quite like infamous plays like that. Mm -hmm. I think, because it still has something to say. Mm -hmm. And I think it's... It is a timeless classic, yep. um, and I think that's really important. I think it's, and, and it, that's why it's nice to do revivals like this. Even though I love new writing, I think new revivals can have something to say, um, you know, 50, 60 years after they first premiered. I think you said earlier this, this was kind of timeless, yep. and I suppose that deep conversation between four char characters kind of bearing their souls, that will, that will always have a place in, in, in theatre. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I, th I, I, I personally think it does. Um, I think it's all about connection, um, mm -hmm. whether you're on stage or off stage or, you know, inside a theatre or outside. We all connect with each yeah. other a a as human beings. And sometimes that's all very ha happy and pleasant and sometimes it's not. Um, yeah. And then there is a lot in the middle. Um, and I think you see that in this play. There is, the, there is a real ebb and flow. Um, and it might not be the nicest of plays, but it's, there, is a, there is an ebb and flow. And we found, again, my, my actors are, are, are so good. Uh, Danny, who, who, who plays Martha, and, and Honey, who plays Rose, have really found humour as well within the piece. Um, you know, we've had a lot of laughs in the re rehearsal room. Um, yeah, it's been really good. Your own background, as, we, as we've touched on, this is your, your first sort of big... Um, production as, as director, but you've directed before and, and, and better known as an actor? Uh, I think I'm better known as an actor. Um, I have directed before, mainly short plays, mm -hmm. uh, also not really in this country. I've, I've directed a few bits in New York um, because I, my own production company uh, has got a relationship with a production company in New York. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, yeah. So that must be quite exciting. Yes, it is. It is. It's actually, uh, weirdly, it's 10 years uh, since I made my New York debut as an actor uh, in, in 2012, in October 2012. So it's a bit of a special year for me. The stables in many ways quite magical in terms of the things that it does. It certainly punches above its weight. I, I, I certainly think it does. I think it does. I, I remember when I stepped in for Darlene for murder. I, I went on for two nights as Captain Lasket because the, the the chap playing it couldn't do two nights. Um, and just walking out on that stage, 
weeks make me feel like, oh yeah, I remember why I do this. Um, and it was it was really lovely. And and again, as I said, Neil who is so supportive, and he really has supported my idea. I think the whole stables backstage team as well. I've got a fantastic stage manager, Jamie. Um, yeah, we've got a really good team, and I'm I'm really excited about presenting this uh, here at the stables. Um, I only moved to Hastings two years ago, so it's a big deal for me. We open on October 28th, and we go through November 5th, and there's a matinee on the Sunday and no performance on Monday and tickets are available now.